So July 1st, 2015, Jim Steinle and a family friend are visiting his daughter, Kate Steinle, in San Francisco. And they take in a late lunch at her favorite restaurant, and then all three of them, they go for a walk on the pier on San Francisco's waterfront. And the father said he heard a loud bang, and his daughter collapsed in his arms saying, help me, Dad. Jim Steinle said that when his daughter fell to the ground, her eyes were closed and she had difficulty breathing. He said, I, I couldn't figure out what was wrong. She, she didn't have any health problems. And so he rolled his daughter on her side and found a bullet hole with a little bit of blood around it. And paramedics arrived shortly afterwards and she was declared dead quite quickly at a nearby hospital. She had been shot by an illegal immigrant. And after deliberating for six days, the jury came back and said, nope, not guilty of murder, not guilty of involuntary manslaughter, not guilty of much at all. And this is something that really needs to be processed. The verdict just came down. Now, prosecutors gave the jury the option to convict the illegal immigrant Garcia Zarate. First or second degree murder murder or involuntary manslaughter, they declined to convict on all grounds. So the history, how did these lives collide, one ending in her father's arms? March 2015, Garcia Zarate was finishing his, or just finished his third federal prison term for felony reentry into the United States from Mexico. And he was turned over to San Francisco because there was a decades-old bench warrant out for his alleged marijuana possession, but prosecutors declined to file charges. Immigration and Customs Enforcement asked to be notified prior to Zarate's release, but city officials did not comply because Zarate did not meet their criteria, which had been set out in 2013, for turning over people to immigration officials instead He was set free. Zarate already had a record of seven felony convictions, including drug charges, and had been deported from the United States back to Mexico five times before re-entering and shooting Kate Steinle. The gun. The gun. The gun. So the defense, his defense, said that the weapon, now the weapon had been stolen a few days earlier from a Federal Ranger's nearby parked car. And the gun just just went off in the defendant's hands. Now, I didn't find this reported anywhere. I'm sure it will come out. But nowhere did I see it mentioned, although I hope it was dealt with in the trial. Did this guy steal the gun from the Ranger's car? The prosecutor presented evidence that the pistol that killed Kate Steinle required a foam pull of the trigger to fire and that Garcia Zarate threw the gun into San Francisco Bay after Kate Steinle was shot. A crime scene inspector also testified that the defendant had to have aimed the gun at Steinle for the bullet to follow the path that it did. San Francisco Deputy District Attorney Diana Garcia said during the trial that she didn't know why 
Zarati fired the weapon, but that by having the firearm at the pier, by having the gun at the pier, he created a risk of death. Because he brought the gun to the pier, and she says he twirled around on a chair for at least 20 minutes before he fired. So, his first story, he wandered off, and he was arrested uh, an hour or so later. And he reportedly first told police that he was shooting at sea lions. And I guess that story didn't really seem to do him much good, so he changed his story. And I'll put the links to this below, the quote is, Sanchez said he found a gun wrapped inside a shirt while he was sitting on a bench. So I picked it up, and it started to fire on its own, Sanchez said, adding that he heard three shots go off. Sanchez appeared confused and sometimes spoke incoherently during the interview and said he had poor vision and was under the influence of sleeping pills at the time of the shooting. He claims he kicked the gun into the San Francisco Bay, lit up a cigarette and walked off, not knowing he shot someone until he was arrested by police hours later. So this, my friends, is the story. He was shooting at sea lions. No, he wasn't. What happened was, you see, he found the gun. The gun was wrapped up in a shirt underneath the park bench. He picked up the shirt, not knowing what was inside it, and the gun just went off went off. One in a million happened to ricochet off the pier and hit Kate Steinl and kill her. Now, I've spent a little bit of time around guns. I'm not a firearms expert, but I will tell you this. I can't imagine a gun that you pick it up and it's wrapped in a shirt and it just goes off. I think it would be pretty tough to even have a gun fire, even with the safety off, if it's wrapped in a shirt. Because you'd have to get your finger somehow around the trigger and pull, and it's got to pull back and you've got to brace it. Just my thoughts. Just They don't just come alive and poof, shoot off. Not 17-year-old boys, my friends. So the jury deliberated for six days and then convicted... Zarate, only of being a felon in possession of a firearm. He was also found not guilty of assault with a firearm. A sentencing date has not yet been set. Now, I am no lawyer, but I have a tough time understanding this. If he picked up a shirt and had no idea there was a gun inside the shirt, how on earth could he be found guilty in possession of a firearm? That makes no sense to me. So... Explain it to me if you know more about this in the comments below. I mean, that's just weird. If you don't know what's inside the shirt, how can you be guilty of being in possession of a firearm if your entire defense is you had no idea there was a firearm in the shirt? Now, of course, inevitably, the race card was played. So his lawyer, Gonzalez, rhetorically asked the jurors if they believed prosecutors would have charged, quote, a college student or Swedish tourist, end quote, with murder if they were the suspects instead of Garcia Zarate, who, of course, was born in Mexico. Now, I'm sure the same thought is popping into your mind, so let's just deal with Swedish tourist. See, a Swedish tourist would be in the country 
legally rather than back in the country after multiple deportations. So that's not really an apples-to-apples comparison. Now, this, of course, came up a lot in the campaign trail. And in June, the House approved a bill known as Kate's Law, and that uh, strengthens penalties for immigrants who are caught illegally re-entering the country after deportation. It was received in the Senate about two weeks later, but it has apparently stalled. Trump did sign an executive order to withhold funding from these what are called sanctuary cities. We'll get into that in a sec. But a federal judge has recently blocked it in a lawsuit from two California counties, San Francisco and Santa Clara. The administration has appealed. So here again, we get activist judges denying the democratic will of the people in having Donald Trump fulfill his campaign promise that they voted him in office to do. So, Sanctuary City, for those who don't know, San Francisco and many other cities is a sanctuary city. So what this means is local law enforcement officials are barred from cooperating with federal immigration authorities. Can't do it. And so this threat to withhold federal funding from cities with similar immigration policies has been squashed. Um, Whether it's permanent, the appeal, who knows at the moment. And this idea that you need tougher immigration policies, this came up again a lot in the campaign. If you're simply refusing to cooperate with federal immigration authorities and turning people loose, that's not tougher. You just need some kind of immigration enforcement. Jeff Sessions, of course, Attorney General, is attempting to make these sanctuary cities to assist federal authorities. He issued letters recently to 29 sanctuary state jurisdictions Again, threatening to withhold federal funding if they do not comply with 8 U.S. Code Section 1373. This is the federal statute regulating local cooperation with federal immigration officials. And of course, the beginning of wisdom is to call things by their proper names. It's not sanctuary cities, they're lawless cities. Lawless cities. I did put on my zero Fs given alternative media hazmat suit and click on over to the New York Times where the title is of the article regarding this undocumented immigrant acquitted in killing of Kate Steinel. Undocumented immigrant. Talk about newspeak. Talk about 1984 double think. An immigrant is somebody who has the legal right to enter and live in a country. If you're there illegally, you're not an immigrant. There's not, it, it's a complete oxymoron. I mean, if you're squatting in a house illegally, you're not an undocumented homeowner because the whole point of being a homeowner is that you're there legally. If five guys break into your house, would you refer to them as undocumented homeowners? No, they're inside your property, inside your house, illegally. Undocumented. So... I find this confusing. I find this confusing. And again, I'm sure there are people out there who can tell me exactly how to square the circle. But here's what it seems to me. It seems to me that murder has been kind of made legal there. Because what you can do, you see, if you want to kill someone, find out where they are, wrap a gun in a shirt, put that gun under 
a park bench or hide it in a garbage can or put it somewhere where no one's going to see it. And then what you do is you see, you take out the gun, you point it at someone, you shoot it. And then you say, well, no, you see, I just, I picked up this shirt inside was a gun, went off on its own. And you get to walk. And that seems to be just a little bit surprising. It is, of course, almost inevitable that the media as a whole is talking about how this is a great success for the rule of law, for due process. The law, the law, the law. We respect the law. The law must be respected. We must respect the law that acquitted this guy of the killing of Kate Steinle. We must respect the law. Except for the obvious problem that he was in a sanctuary city where the law was not being enforced. He'd been deported five times before. So I have a little bit of a tough time hearing all of this respect the law bullshit when the whole reason he was there was because the law had not been respected in the first place. And because the law was not respected, the law that people voted for, the law that people want, the law that politicians were put in office to enforce, the fact that the law was not enforced, is why Kate Steinle died in her father's arms. And who's going to pay for that? They already tried getting some sort of legal action going against the park ranger and got thrown out. Who's going to pay? Well, one family has, one young woman has. And of course, we all know why, why this is happening. Why are these sanctuary cities there? Why do the Democrats want all of these illegal immigrants and this is Hispanic population? Because Hispanics overwhelmingly vote for bigger government. 81% of foreign-born Hispanics. I just did this in Why I Was Wrong About Nationalism. It's like Groundhog Day, off an abyss sometimes. 81% of foreign-born Hispanics want bigger government, dependent on the state. And this is why the Democrats want to bring in all the third-worlders into America, so that those third-worlders will vote for bigger and bigger government, which is exactly the civilization-destroying drug that the Democrats have to offer the population. They can't win arguments. They can't win on facts. They can't win on economics. They can't win on ethics. They can't win on tradition. They can't win on the republic. They can't win against people who want smaller government because larger government is paid for either directly by taxation or indirectly through the fiscal enslavement of the unborn. They can't win the debate, so they staff the ballot with third-worlders. That's simple. That's understood. And I can't help but think this. Not only, of course, there's going to be a lot of people who say, well, yeah, what we need is an L-shaped wall in America. Go along the southern border and then maybe just up along where, Mexico, where, where California is. I can understand that sentiment. But here's what I can't get out of my head. I'll share it with you. You're walking on the pier with your beautiful daughter. She was lovely. You hear a bang. Your daughter can't breathe. You don't know what's happened. Could be a car backfiring. Could be anything. And your daughter can't breathe and she falls down. 
You don't, you can't see anything. You turn over under her blouse. It's a little hole of blood. And she says, help me, Dad. Help me, Dad. And what can you say? You can only say this. It's okay, honey. It's okay, honey. Just let it go. You don't need to keep breathing. Just let it go. It's all over. Slip into the dark. Bleed on out, honey. Bleed on out. Because the Democrats need votes.